Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. Meryl! You just said it like my uncle. Meryl. Yeah, Meryl, you're ready for the whitefish. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a bit. It has been a bit. It's been a bit. We've been busy. We have been busy, but we're getting more and more structured. Yeah, we are. Every day. And everybody needs to know that. We've Mm -hmm. been traveling together. We've been talking Mm -hmm. uh, in other formats other than in person. (laughs) Pigeon. We took like... (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I just sent you a pigeon. By by Raven. Um, We've been including some new people, some old people. Yes, we have. Middle of the road people. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Some reptilian people. No, you s- no. Although my friends are starting to send me information about lizard people. Yeah, thank you to the people that we have on the inside, wink, wink, that are part of the Skull and Bones Society that are oh my feeding God. me more information. My friend Brian, who uh, we're going to have on as a guest in the future, mm-hmm. um, or already had. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, who, kno- who yeah, knows? Who knows? Like Maybe this. it wasn't even him. Yeah. Uh, after meeting Meryl has then like been updating me on crazy things in the industry that he thinks that she would like. I'm almost afraid to put you two in contact because I think it'll become a thing. Like a, like a, like a, he'll be writing you at weird hours. Like I just found this thing. Yes. Cause I, he thinks it's so hilarious that you believe in it. I feel like I'm in a John Grisham novel and he's like one of the characters that has the key to <laughs> unlock like some of my beliefs. I feel he like he's one of the something. only people on the inside. Yeah. He just sent us something about the Simpsons and that whole nine 11 scenario. If you haven't heard of this, uh, silly thing, uh, there was this episode. Oh, this of the little Simpsons. silly thing called predictive programming that okay. only tells about our future. Uh, there was an episode in The Simpsons where years and years before 9/11, there was a scene in the newspaper that said something like, "the It was the future, right? Wasn't it the future or something like that?" Yes. And and the newspaper cost nine dollars, and so there was a nine, a big nine, right next to a picture of the World Trade Center. So mm-hmm. it looked like the 9, nine 11. and then 11 because of the two towers. And so uh, someone's like, oh, it's, they knew it was going to happen years before and, and all this stuff. So There's many more examples of that. So I yeah. just want to use our uh, wide reach to say, Brian, if you're listening, send more stuff to Bo. I'm hungry. <laughs> I need it. 
<laughs> oh, speaking of hungry, that is it. Oh, my God. Okay, so first oh, off, no. listeners, we don't plan this shit out. So I'm just saying that that segue is perfect because the story I wrote down on my my little notepad here, my my shit show notepad, was to talk about a moment where Meryl came over for dinner. Hungry. Hungry. Oh, this one? Yeah. You're Bo, fucked. I did You're the best fucked. I could. No, you didn't. <laughs> okay, so world, I've been dating a new girl, and she is fantastic. Ah. Super pleasant, wonderful, funny, smart, charming, talented, passionate person. I really dig her. And she's hopefully, really cool. Hopefully she's here for at least two or three episodes. <laughs> but um, I hope so. I'm going to call her Brittany. Oh, so, that's her uh, real name, you guys. Oh, her real what? name is Brittany. So uh, Brittany is a chef and Thank a talented you. one at that. And uh, when Meryl found out that Brittany was a chef, mm-hmm. she immediately thought like, oh, how can I use this to my benefit? Because that's Meryl and Meryl just uses people. You heard it here first. Okay, so Meryl writes <laughs> my girlfriend and says, uh, hey, oh my God, I want grits. Can you make Southern style cheese grits? Of course, Brittany being as awesome as she is says, absolutely, let's let's make it happen. Now, you wrote her on a Sunday and she said, let's do it tomorrow night. Come on over. I understand she is not my short order cook, but I was up late at night Uh Googling images of cheese grits. Yeah, this is something that you Google. Cheese grits. Yes, I switch between like polenta, risotto, grits. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of time alone at night with just me and carbs and stuff. So, so, so Brittany is like, of course. Yeah, let's do it. Let's make a night of it. I just got patio furniture with new lighting. We had all hung up and everything. And uh, so Brittany offers to do uh, make these cheese grits. Mm. And then she turns it into, what else did she make? Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Louisiana hot fried chicken. So we had like hot sauce, Frank's hot on it, and sandwiches and fresh coleslaw, coleslaw from scratch. I mean, this and was a meal. She was doing all the stuff. She said, you know what? If you want cheese grits, I'd love to make them for you. How about this? Come over at 6.30. Bring these items, these items from the grocery store because you want these things. She's going to say, bring these things over. And then she'll make them, right? right? So we we got the chicken and all the stuff for that, the coleslaw, everything that you would need for the chicken and coleslaw. All you had to bring were the grits and the Frank's red hot. The ingredients for cheese grits. And the, yeah, all the ingredients. And some coleslaw ingredients. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway, she was making this thing and I she's like- I was tasked. Yeah. And you said, absolutely, yay, I'll be over. And I said, okay, 6.30, we're going to do that. And then we'll have like a game night. We'll play some Uno or some Phase 10 or nah, some Rummy Cube. I or don't what? know about it. I think I missed that text. I think you've missed a lot of texts. <laughs> um, so, what's up with game night? Why are we all obsessed with game night? Because it's fun. I Who doesn't know. like to play a game? What do you want to just sit around on your cell phone? It's it's a moment where you have to put your phone down and listen to music, play some game, connect with people, have fun. It I challenges like the brain with puzzles. Game night comes from like the Cold War or something when we had to like competition was high. Right now, it's not about competition. It's so, about, what would you like, rather do other than game night? That is a dumb reason not to like game night. If I had to. If I had my druthers, I would get served food and then each go into separate quarters of the house. <laughs> and that's look at p- our Instagram stories. That's funny. That's funny because I think that's essentially what you did <laughs> on this night. Um, Meryl, having been tasked with going to the grocery store and getting simple things that she wrote out very easy yes, for you. cornmeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The things that you need. Butter, whatever. Cheese, okay. yep. So 6.30 comes around, and I'm like, oh, Meryl's running a little bit late. And then 6.45 comes around. She's still not here. 6.55, and then we get a call. I'm like, oh, she must be at the door. She's running a little late. <laughs> Hi, I'm at the grocery store right now. I was like, what? You're at the grocery store at 7 o'clock. You're at the grocery store. You're supposed to be here at 6.30, and you're at the, at the grocery store right now. 
I can't find this or that. And is this okay? Or can I do that? And sending photos to Brittany. I'm like, oh man. Meanwhile, we've got chicken all like battered up and like. She made like a, like a oil. Like yeah. One of those, like oh, a fry she thing was, going. yeah. It was amazing. But now she's like sitting here for a half hour. Like, okay, where is she? I've got, everything's on a time, you know? So then she sends a picture like, oh, I don't know which one to get. I'm like, oh my God, Meryl, you're a half hour late and you're just at the grocery store. Meryl gets here an hour after the time she was supposed to with the ingredients she was supposed to bring uh, at the time that we're supposed to make the food at this point I'm like this is super insensitive insensitive yes it was you're an hour late for someone else cooking a meal for you like I said time is just a construct oh my god developed during the cold war after after that she gets here she has the ingredients I need to tell my grocery side of the story there's a grocery side of the story what did the grocery store have a half hour line to get in no but that still wouldn't excuse it what was given to me was on like different ends of different aisles and i am not used to this said grocery store at my local community and wait did you expect that all items would be in one aisle i thought you guys would give me a list where it can just be like aisle 13 got it i didn't know i would be like that's not how grocery shopping (laughs) oh my god i thought it would just be like have you ever been grocery shopping like not lately really yeah no, except for Whole Foods. Whole Foods, Hillcrest, love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're just helping my side of the story. <laughs> I'm just saying I that. I thought you'd give me a list that we're all in the same I'm walking aisle. up and down and I'm like, is cornmeal the same as like, you know, this, that? I'm trying to FaceTime you guys. I'm sweating. I'm and, like, And Brittany answers all these FaceTimes and she's like, oh my goodness, Meryl yeah, I, is a I mess. I FaceTime seven times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, you could hear 730. Finally, I get there. She, yeah, yeah. She puts it into high gear. She makes all of the product. I was really hungry too when I arrived. I'm not gonna lie, my blood sugar was low, and you guys kept on asking all these questions and what, like, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. So, and I'm super like irritated because I'm like, okay, my my girlfriend is making this dinner for my friend as a favor, Mostly to me, but wants to like do something nice for you. And then for you to show up a half hour late, or I'm sorry, an hour late, I just kind of feel like, uh, It's a Sunday. It doesn't matter. You don't show up an hour late to anything. That's ridiculous. And then this is the kicker. She makes the food, serves it on plates. We sit out on the patio. It was a beautiful meal. It was a beautiful yeah, meal. Yeah, it was really, Delicious really. The best fucking, grits I've ever had, yeah. honestly. We get done. And Meryl, I'm like, oh, should we play some Uno or something? And Meryl was like, no, got to go. Bye. She wasn't <laughs> even there for 45 minutes. This is com- my chicken 40, was going down my 45 throat. minutes. <laughs> I swallowed my last swallow and then, <laughs> then stood up to leave. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. You're an hour late. You're here for 45 I'm minutes. Crying. She cooks you a meal and then you leave. And I just am it, it, beside myself. I'm like, well, that's Meryl, which isn't fair. That's not fair that you get off the hook just because it's like, well, that's Meryl. I was grateful. Grateful. Oh, my God. That, that was, <laughs> you're crying. You're crying right because now. Because it, you're not exaggerating. I wish I could be like, no, no, no. It was 30 <laughs> minutes. But like, like I honestly, like a piece of chicken was going down my throat as I said goodbye. You were just trying to find a way to get out of there. I know you. I see that look on your face when you're like, I'm ready to go. Yes. Why did you need to leave? I had work to do. I was not expecting myself to be an hour late, and I had saved some of my work to. Why were you late? 
I mean, it honestly took me so long in the grocery store. I would like. Did it take you an hour and a half in the grocery store? No, I'm a perfectionist, and I wanted to. Oh make no, sure you're not. Want, <laughs> no, you're. <laughs> anybody that's sure. seen you knows you're not a perfectionist. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wanted to make gosh. sure that I'm. I was well prepared with everything I brought. Oh, and you guys were like uber specific about it had to be Frank's Red Hot Sauce. So I'm like looking up and down at the sauces, and it took that took me alone like twelve it's minutes. It's so easy. It's so easy. Sharp yeah. cheddar. Because we have to be specific with you. Because if we say, hey, get us Frank's Red Hot or just a like Red Hot thing, you'd be like, oh, I got you A1. It's like, <laughs> no, that doesn't work. You, It needs to be Frank's Red Hot. Well, this whole grocery store thing took longer than I thought. So in the meal, I don't want to say it took longer than I thought because Brittany was putting everything into it. But it took some minutes to make it, which, you know, as a meal does. And then I think she gave you like five things to buy. It wasn't like this list of like 25 things. It was like five things. And one of them was cornmeal. One of them was the grits. Like, the grits. Yeah, the grits. But I mean, then it said like a fourth cup serving and she said eight cups. So I had to FaceTime her. Then do I buy 16 of these? to try to? <laughs> <laughs> and then you tried to FaceTime me and I'm like, well, get out of my life. Like, like you were FaceTiming me while I was FaceTiming her. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy. I, so one of the nice aisle. Uh, shout out to Todd who like actually <laughs> walked me up and down the aisle. I just said, "Can you?" Because I kept, I went to him four times, and finally I said, "Can you just like stand with me and take me to the sharp cheddar cheese? Take me to the cucumbers." You had like your own liaison, <laughs> your own chauffeur. In the he was like my Disney like Make a Wish person. So I get. So I mean, here's the thing: I wasn't really in the mood to play games. I was in the. I came over for dinner. I bought the dinner ingredients. I ate. The you didn't dinner. buy all the dinner ingredients because we had the chicken, most of the coleslaw, all the drinks. I don't know why all like, of a lot playing of games has to be attached to. It doesn't, but you, it didn't even matter. We hadn't broken out the game. It's like, oh, do you guys want to play a game was the question. And you go, I got to go. Bye. Like, what do we play a game for? Do we get to know each other? Like, we know each other. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't, I don't know why people just like take out a banjo and play it. Like, I don't know what you want to do. That's not a game. A banjo is not a game. Or like, you know, stuff like that. I guess I'm not really, I don't know. I'm an only child. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I'm just used to Everything's on your time. It's what you like. It's what you do. And everyone has to get in line with it. And that's one of the reasons that I'm telling this story. It's because we invite you over for dinner, and it still just becomes about you. Thank you for making the dinner. I came over for said activity. Uh-huh. Which is what? Eating, eating dinner. And then peace out. Is that what you do at a dinner party? I don't know. We should ask Brittany what she thinks. Yeah, we are going to ask Brittany. <laughs> I don't think she minds. I think she thinks it's funny. and She thinks it's funny, but I mean... Anyone, I mean, she, her making a meal and then having you like eat it, scarf it down like a fucking wood chipper is just like. I kind then, of felt like I was a businessman and I had just slept with someone, and I was like, "That was fantastic," but gotta go. I have like a meeting. <laughs> like, like I would have like left a note and like been like, "This was fun, thank you." Okay, bye. Like, yeah, see yourself out, and like the the driver will take you home. You're ridiculous. That is not right. And I don't know what else to people, say about it. You so you think? know what? You know what? Fuck you. No, no. Okay. People all agree with me. You don't do that at a dinner party. If, okay. Does a dinner party mean that you are uh, on the hook for like three hours no. worth of social time afterwards? No, it doesn't. But I think if someone says, "I'm going to make you dinner," uh, listen. If, if if you liked a boy, and you said, "I'm going to make you dinner," be at my house at six thirty. I just need you to pick up a couple things. Yep. An hour late. An hour late. It sounds like my entire day. An hour late pops in. Hey, got the stuff. Cool. Get to work. Make it quick. Okay, I'm going to eat it and peace out. You would be like, 
what the fuck just happened? I would feel used and abused. And I think that is fair for me to feel. Oh my for Brittany. gosh, so sensitive, I'm so snowflakey. Oh my god, did you just call me snowflakey? Snowflakey, you're kind of snowflakey. Anyone that gets their I want to punch hurt. you in your fucking grit face right now. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my God. Forget it anymore. Just you know, I don't want to talk to you right now. Just let's talk. Let's. <laughs> let's talk to let, me. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore. We're gonna podcast just, while playing like Uno or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we have a camper of the week this week? We do. Uh, let's just do that camper then. Camper of the week. Roll call. And now it's time for the camper of the week. <laughs> okay, our camper of the week found her at a grocery store <laughs> in aisle number eight is Lindsay. Oh, hi, Lindsay, hi, in the Lindsay. grocery store. Probably in aisle seven with all the uh, ethnic foods. <laughs> That's, so That's always the aisle that I'm like, wow, you just put everything in one aisle. It's like, it says ethnic. Ethnic. Yeah, yeah just ethnic. ethnic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like all Asian, all Spanish. Like, wow, there's there's got to be... But more. it's always also like ethnic and coffee filters or like <laughs> ethnic and like bounce fabric softener. Like it's always one more thing is added on. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Lindsay wants to know at yeah. what point throughout the relationship you can introduce uh, elimination in front of each other. Wait. Uh, well, elimination? she says peeing and pooping. Okay. So, so basically like in a relationship, when do you fart? Oh, I hate okay, these kind of words. Uh, yeah, when do yeah. you fart and pee and poo? In front of the other person. Is there oh, ever When a is time? it okay? After dating someone, how long does it take until it's okay to fart in front of them? Yep. And then how long does it take in, in, until you, it's okay to, to leave like, the door open and poop in front of them? Right. Which okay. Is, I'm going to make this very easy. Yep. Farting, I don't think there's a time because... I mean, listen. I've, I've been in bed and I've farted with someone who I have never farted in front of before. And in that moment, you almost wake yourself up. And I just oh, had yeah, my eyes were like straight wide open. Like, oh my God, did she hear that? Did she feel that? And of course it's after you just ate like two pounds of cheese grits. Yeah. <laughs> and your friend walked out on the meal. Um, yeah. So I don't know if there's ever really a good time, but it just happens. You can't control it. So you, what you're about going to fart in bed? You're going to. Okay. What if you guys are out here in the living room watching a movie? I would never, I would never purposely go. So yeah. do you I don't do, it? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, uh, I would, don't think that I would do it. Maybe some of my, uh, maybe some of the people that have been in my life before would be like, nah, that's do not true. Do you try to silently, you just go over and like say, I need a drink of water and you do yeah, it there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do uh, you create a lot oh, of Oh, what's noise? that sound outside? I'll yeah, just go outside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you excuse yourself. I try to. So there's never a time no. to consciously. No. Do you think? No, I, I'm not the same And way. then I would have to say I violently oppose <laughs> the idea of ever pooping with the door open. I agree. I don't think pooping is something for a community-based uh, activity. I, I just especially don't. like relationship too. Yeah, it's like, I just I wouldn't want to be personally. I don't want to be brushing my teeth and then look over and see my partner like taking a dump. No, my parents did not do that in front of me. They didn't do it in front of each other. I don't think I don't my don't... parents saw each other naked. So I, that's <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's uh, just something that you they shouldn't had you via test you, tube. Yeah, they sh- I just don't think you should poop with. Ah, that's just my opinion. I don't want to be in a relationship like that. Maybe our listeners are out there like. I poop in front of my partner all the time. It's like, is that I something agree. you want to do? You want to you want to bask in that scent? Do you just want to like soak oh. it in that musk of someone else's shit? No, no. And believe me, I don't want to be making all those noises that we all make when we're like, no. oh, geez, I had I had a California burrito. Maybe I don't a little want too him to see my night. worms and everything. Your like worms? Yeah. Sometimes if I don't, you're so a much lizard sushi. person. You are what? That happens to you, Wait, right? What? 
the suit. Like if we have too much nigiri, I go home and there's wormies crawling out of me. Okay, no, I know you're. I know you're lying. Okay. Inching their way out. <laughs> I just imagined a. Uh, they all have my face on them. A non-specific butthole with little worms going. With <laughs> my face, <laughs> like bow, 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 <laughs> bye, bloop, bye, bloop, <laughs> bye. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> they're all <laughs> they all have like my weave on, like, they, like, they oh my god my what's wrong with your weave it looks extension. like it's half falling out you look like a mess today she, you guys she's got a uh, a blonde weave in her hair and it's like <laughs> she goes to flip her hair back and it's like you can see what looks like someone has stitched her head together with these metal beads or something with, it's weird with the california heat i'm kind of feeling like like the kind of crazy where like britney spears like the shave off your head type oh, of crazy I, i'll help you let's do it right now aren't let's i do looking it right now. no i don't want to do that but i feel like i'm kind of looking like a like a lindsay lohan like mugshot or something I these think, days. Yeah, I would, you know I what would I mean? agree with that. Um, what happened is I got sew-in hair extensions for the summer because I just wanted to do that. It's a good way to spend like $300, I think. We yeah, absolutely. Got some credit card Where bills. did you get the extensions at? Did you go buy them and then take them? I mean, did you... Did oh, you go salon. Down, oh, you a, just a went to the salon, salon. And they had everything for you there. You didn't have to go buy the extensions. She ordered the hair for me. Okay. Because I was wondering if you would have been able to go find them anywhere in any store because they'd probably be in some random aisle and it would take you hours and hours <laughs> and you'd be late to the appointment and you know the hair is with the ethnic food they <laughs> the ethnic <laughs> food and like blonde extensions <laughs> so i got them i have to say it didn't hasn't really looked that good from the start like it's weird to have someone else's random hair yeah. attached to your head didn't really think that through yeah also i don't like style my hair so now i just have this big lump of like other you know other hair on me not styled <laughs> and so it's been a few weeks and i'm supposed to go back to get them like sewn into my scalp again yeah it's been growing out but it's 160 dollars to get that so at this point i can't really afford it again that's so weird so they have now been growing so now it's kind of like i have a but your hair has grown like four inches yeah and, and so your extensions are dangling down four <laughs> inches off of your head and it's like you can see them in, in your every day. It's like you, you walked into the bathroom and I looked and I was like, wow, I can see them glistening. Like I can see the little <laughs> parts that were supposed to be connected to your scalp area. And I'm actually nervous because uh, I get get on a plane early tomorrow to oh. fly. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> and the last time I flew, I got put into secondary because the like beads or something. I don't know. There's no, they were beads. just like, oh, look at these bad extensions. Pull her into <laughs> they secondary. They think I'm hiding something in them. So, <laughs> Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so it took two TSA agents wanding through my hair for <laughs> 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 I look over, my boyfriend's like through the security and waiting for me, and then I'm getting like molested by like four <laughs> TSA people all touching different parts of my weave. Gary, you got to come over and see this. this so, is yeah, it's weird. kind of, I don't know. Maybe instead of getting them taken out, we can just like take a knife and you can cut it out. For I'll me cut them. Oh, that's How much does it cost to get them removed? 60. No, we can take them out. For free? Yes. I don't trust you. This I'll do it for twenty dollars, <laughs> and if there's anything wrong with it, I'll pay the sixty dollars. I don't know about this. You hear that? Nope. That was a good deal. You're gonna save forty dollars regardless. Let's do it. I don't know. Maybe I'll think the, about let it. Let me get the pliers. When I come back from San Francisco, we'll do it. Oh my god. So okay. I'll be walking alone in San Francisco with my weave flying everywhere. <laughs> 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 okay, I think this would be a good moment to. Take a 15 second break and thank our sponsor. Oh, who's our sponsor today? Um, I don't have one yet. <laughs> 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 and also the, the affiliate that we did have a few weeks ago wasn't really working out for us. So yeah. we're down to nothing. But I wanted to just take this space 
and thank you guys and thank our potential sponsor because I'm doing like the law of attraction in the secret. So I'm thanking our sponsor and then our brains will like work to get a sponsor. Essentially what you're doing is the, uh, the, the moment that in any image that says your face here or your ad here, yes. you're saying like your ad would be placed here where we're just filling it with nonsense. Exactly. So picture me as like a spinster woman setting the table for my boyfriend that's about to come. So right now I'm setting the Sit candle. Sit down an hour late and then I'm leave the immediately chicken. after. Yeah. And, and he's, he, he'll show up. He'll oh, show up. He will on his white horse. Oh yeah. An hour late. Right. And leave immediately. And that's our ad. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> our sponsor is like the hair weave company. Oh, this should or be. Or the, the cheese grit company. Oh, my gosh. I should reach out to grits. Just to grits? <laughs> Just like, or like dear Nib- grits. <laughs> We'd love for you to be our sponsor. Or like Nabisco or whoever's in charge of grits. <laughs> <laughs> by the oh way oh my god oh my god oh so what's funny about that because I, I know we're going to talk we're going to talk more about uh this whole girlfriend thing but mm-hmm. something really funny happened this week and i wanted to tell the story yes you wrote me very soon or like very shortly after the dinner we had you wrote me and said hey i'm doing Ooh, this thing yes, yes. i'm doing this thing um, there is a casting call for BuzzFeed and they're looking for couples to go up to their studio in LA and film one of these short uh, films. They're actually going to do like a, uh, like, you know, they, I don't Those know if you've seen these BuzzFeed, these, vi- these BuzzFeed videos. videos where they have like, oh, what's this person's profession? And they have 10 people lined up and they all are of different races, colors and places in life. And, and they go, oh, okay, there's a photographer, an accountant, a porn producer, and a scuba diving expert or whatever. And then you have to pick from that line just right. by asking them questions that aren't specific and then in the end, they go, oh, well, I was wrong. Right. Like the people tattooed guy look, is really yeah. the accountant. And yeah. Yeah. People don't look like I thought they It's do. a social commentary. Right. And so um, they were doing this one on couples, right? And you said, hey, me and Jack are sending in our uh, our thing to try to get on this video. Mm-hmm. You should do it. And I was like, I've never. I don't look for those casting calls or at all. And so I'm like, well, okay, you sent me the link. That's all I do. I know. Just, I'm just like, someone recognized me. I'm like, this girl likes pickles. I'll eat pickles. This girl like, will maim a goat. I'll do that. So you sent it to me, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't even tell Britt. I'm just like, here we go. Boop, boop, boop. And I fill it out. I'm surprised you did it. I feel like you... I feel like you. It's just not something I normally do, but I thought, oh, it'd be a good bonding experience for yeah. us, right? To be on this buzz. And video. it paid. And, oh, I didn't really know how much it paid, but it, 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 it does pay. And so um, I was like, ah, it'd be fun for us. We'll go up to L.A., whatever. I don't know anything about it. Just like, who are you? What are your names? Um, how did you meet? How long have you been dating? Uh, name something interesting that's, uh, about your relationship um, and send us two photos, right? Mm-hmm. So I sent a photo of me and her and answers all the questions, sent it off. Didn't really think anything of it. Next day, I get an email. Holy moly, we totally want you guys. I was like, what? Really? Is that easy? It was so easy. So they must be nice to yeah. be a couple that's considered. <laughs> Meanwhile, Meryl and Jack didn't get it. We're pacing in the r- around the house saying, we need this. We need this. <laughs> this money will really put us over the top. Yeah. Um, so we get invited to come up to BuzzFeed. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. So then I tell Britt and, and I'm like, this is uh, this is what it is. She's like, OK, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, she's always down for adventure. And so mm-hmm. we start to plan to do it. So we send some more information out to them that they need. Then something weird happens. This is now like Wednesday. Right. I get a text from them on Wednesday from a different person saying like, hey, I know you talked to X, but um, 
we just wanted to follow up with you real quick. Uh, what what did she quote you at? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, why are you writing right. me to find out how the much email. they quoted to, right. to pay us? The pay was going to be 200 per person, so 400 bucks. That's awesome, right? That is awesome. Now, one thing that happened in this time is Brittany reminded me that I have a gig. I had a gig to go work um, on Saturday, the same day as this uh, BuzzFeed video filming. Mm-hmm. And the gig was going to pay $600. Ooh. The BuzzFeed video, now that I learned, is paying $400. Now, it's going to be paid 200 to each of us. But I kind of feel like we're putting our money together in some ways. So You are? But, well, I, you know, I mean, when we go out, we, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's all right, combining easy. the finances. No, that's not what I mean. Oh, Anyway, I know what you mean. Where I'm like, it's only a $200 loss, and it's a it, it's the kind of thing that you go, wow, we did this really cool thing. Yes, yeah. And it's a couple thing, and you learn a lot, and blah blah blah, right? So, um, you know, no problem. I get somebody else to do the gig, one of my good friends to do that gig, and so uh, I get that rescheduled, and I'm like, okay, we're going to LA. Then so lucky it gets <laughs> it gets closer and closer to the date. Right, we're just days away. I get an email from. <laughs> From the BuzzFeed people saying like, hey, uh, our budgeting got cut, right? And uh, so we can't have all of the couples. So we actually don't have space for you guys. Now, this is, I've already canceled my gig. So now I'm like not getting that 600. Right. And I'm not getting this other money. I'm like, are you kidding me? But then I keep reading. And after looking at your profiles and your pictures, um, we did realize we still want Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Which is so funny because it's like BuzzFeed. You did not run out of money. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, the, yeah. You have budgeting cuts. Something right. else is going on here. And so I was like, oh, man. And I was like, because Brittany's super hot. She's right. a smoking She's gorgeous, hot girl. yeah. And uh, uh, so then I'm kind of like, oh, wait a minute. So I started feeling a little like insecure. And I'm like, wait. As you should. Because in, <laughs> in their words, they're like, after looking at the photos, we we realize Brittany is perfect for this. So they're going to have her, instead of be part of the couple, they're going to have her be one of the judges. Because oh I say, oh, one of the actors dropped out. And so we need somebody to be a judge. And you'd be perfect, Brittany. <laughs> Sorry, I know this is awkward, but can we still get your girlfriend? And I was like, oh, man. So, I, of course, I'm just like, you should do it. Right. It's a great opportunity. But, like, what a bummer. I was really looking forward for this to be something that we did together. As a couple, yeah. And now she's just like... Oh, excuse me. Uh, sorry, no paparazzi. No paparazzi. Right now, you she's know, starting her she's, new. She's starting acting her career, career and, and like yeah. you, me, and Jack are like at <laughs> the, the IHOP, just like. And, and what I love about this is like she had the least amount of effort put into getting even, the gig. Yeah, yep. Like I did. You told me <laughs> I did all the writing, all the submitting, the photo sending, everything, and then they pick her and they say, "Sorry, cave troll, we have no room for you." And I wrote this whole big thing about Jack, and I, I'm like, he likes sunflowers. I like daisies. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's like. She's like, no, we want the hot girl. So then it switches uh, to, uh, I, I don't have a gig, and now I'm not going to make this, and Brittany's going to L.A., so now I have to take her. Well, I don't have to take her, but I go with her to L.A. Right, you To go to her. BuzzFeed to drop her off, and I'm like, it's like dropping your kids off at school. Like, like, okay, Brittany, have fun. They don't even let you, like, look in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what, so what is, like, the buzz, did you get to go in? I did. <gasps> What's it like? It's really like any other place. It's, it's, it's underwhelming. Like, really? When you realize, like, it's just a bunch of, like, offices and cubicles, 
and, and then they have like a couple they have a couple like rooms that are like for filming probably huh. three studio rooms that are no bigger than my apartment probably it you is know funny because I mean? you think of buzzfeed as like this cool kind of oh, like yeah. a google type building but then you're just like yeah yeah and so they were very nice and uh they they loved brit and she, i guess she answered the questions really like, oh my gosh like right online with what they were going with and she had a good experience but it was just really funny to me that like yeah so then we started joking right about her being this internet sensation like she's gonna get all this attention and then afterwards i'm like let's go get some food in la we're in la let's go get some food and so um we we look at a couple places but like man i don't want to go to one of these places that's overpriced but like doesn't even have anything good. A lot it, of it is just for like the Instagram picture, right, like thirteen dollar rose water. And right. Yeah, oh, right, and right. I, I will drink that yeah. right up. I want the rose water. Like <laughs> I want to do an enema with that rose water. <laughs> I really do. So, um, like pump and sir, the Vanderpump Rules. Oh, do you know about that or not? No, really? no. Vanderpump Rules is like a reality show where they all. Oh, is there a restaurant to it? That's yeah, where they work. That's what it's based on. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's scripted reality, of course. But like, we were so excited to visit Pump. And they were like, this is the alley that like Jax told Stassi that he's slept with someone else. And then it really is like the least same thing. It's like the least glamorous thing. Yeah. And it's like $26 for like, I really think it's a Trader Joe's like cheese ball or something. Yeah. It's just, it's junk. Yeah. It's just like, let's make a million, millions and millions of dollars off this idea that is not worth anything. Right. And Peter was our waiter. People that listen, Peter was our waiter. I don't want to do, uh, I don't want to do something like that. You know what I mean? I didn't want to go to a place like that. So, uh. We looked at a couple places and we're like, you know what? Oh, I know a place. I'm like, have you ever been to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? And she's uh-huh. like, oh my God, no, we have to go. <laughs> so like, that was great. That it was so awesome. So I'm like, boop, drive across town, park, go over to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. You know, famous place, mm-hmm. uh, really great, but like, it's not fancy. It's just Right. It's awesome. good food. Yeah. yeah. It's good food. It's good Southern food. And um, lots of grits. Lots of grits. But their waffles are so good. So we go up to the door and there's like maybe 15 people, 10, 15 people outside waiting. And she's like, oh, can I get your name to put us on the list? It was going to be a little bit of a wait. And I'm like, yeah, there's two of us for Bo. And then as soon as I say that, a woman pops on the door. She's like, no, 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 I'll take them like that. Now, there's people waiting. And, and she comes up. No, no, I'll take them. And I'm like, what? 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 Okay. And so we walk in. And then she puts us in like the nicest booth. What? Yeah, it was like a booth for like six people, right? And I was like, okay, like why do we? I, I didn't ask, like why are we getting seated so quick? I just was like, okay. And we sat down, we're like, okay, perfect. Waitress comes over, uh, take your order, blah blah. We're all excited because we're ordering all types of different foods there. And then uh, she goes away, and then this gentleman comes over about a couple minutes later. Oh, I'm so sorry, uh, because your booth is so big. And and this is like I'm in the moment like okay all right yeah something went wrong right right, right, right. yeah because the booth is so big we'd like to move you across the room over to the smaller booth that only mm, holds you know, to- uh, four people right and so oh no problem so we get up and we move across the room we sit down and then all of a sudden the guy hurries back over and says, I'm so sorry I just got yelled at I, I you're supposed to be in that booth and I'm like what the oh, fuck like is Truman going on? We, we get up again. They move us back over. And I'm like, okay. And we just get good service. Like, like almost like overly good service. I'm like, what is happening? And then I look at her. I'm like, internet sensation. I know. I feel like I'm going to call it the Britney effect. Yeah. I feel it, like there's yeah. some Britney effect going on. Something's going on here. 
BuzzFeed sensation. I know. Wow. Well, yeah. that's that's really cool. If the video is out by the time that this comes out, we it will, will link it on yeah. our Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Campfire funny. shit show on so, Instagram. So um, I'm excited because she said they asked her a lot of questions about what's a healthy relationship. <gasps> and uh, and she said that I Did came Did she up. say the one before you? Good <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, I thought it'd be funny if she got in there and talked about rela- relationships. And she's like, help Oh. Help. Help. I'm, I'm I'm being held at my will. This is the only way I could get out. Chicken and waffles was just like, it really was like the FBI woman just showing you your seats. Well, that's exciting, Bill. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It's kind of cool. But again, you know, nothing is perfect, right? You think it's going to be one way. And right. It, yeah. Oh my gosh. We've had a lot of that talk. We, uh, we just had Jack's mother in town and there was a lot of yeah. talk of like expectations of when you have family in town of like going to sea world. Yeah. 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 Of like everything was like off by like, we had an awesome time, but we even had to talk about that because it was like, okay, we would go to see the Padres game and we'd be like an hour late or like sea world. You an hour late. I can't believe it. (laughs) But a Padres game, you're not missing much. That's true. So it's like, it could be three hours late. I was going to say, you could see them lose like before, (laughs) see them lose after. So, uh, so, but like that has been the theme of this week or two, and maybe it's a lesson for us all. To What's just the lesson? Give up. Just <laughs> <laughs> give up. Stop trying. Just stop trying, everybody. But it's like Sea World, and you picture a beautiful day, but instead, like the orcas' fins are bent, and they're just like, uh, th- <laughs> if they really do have bent fins. Okay, what's that from? Have they have they decided? I, don't know. I haven't watched Blackfish it, yet. I've, you haven't? No, I don't want to. Oh it's my too god! Sad. These, those kind of things, like that's a tough one. In the middle of of uh, Old Town, the kind of little Mexican area around here that we walked around, they were showing someone had a TV and they were showing like this big video of oh, a cow getting kicked in the middle of Old Town. Why? I think it was like uh, like protesters, like animal rights protesters. They were protesting. They wanted to kick the cow. No, or? no, no, no. They were protest. They were like oh, speaking for the up for the voiceless. There was a protest going on, and they were showing video. Yes, basically saying oh. like, "Do you know that this is happening?" And I really oh. wanted to throw up my chimichanga. Con- your carne right asada yeah, chimichanga. Yeah, I felt really bad. <laughs> now I'm depressed. Now I'm happy again. <laughs> this is how it works out. Um, what else is going on? Oh my gosh, I have a lot going on. Yeah. My version is I'm in the round of interviewing for a new job that I really like. I'm not going to say it yet you because can't. I don't want them you to listen. You haven't gotten Plus, if they know that I'm applying and they listen right. to this. There's a good chance they're not listening to the podcast unless you put it out there. Right, but once I put it out there, even if they listen, they're going to be like, we made a bad choice by hiring her. <laughs> so, uh, they're going to say that regardless, Meryl. I am not used to the interview process. And really? my resume, like, if you could imagine, I'll have to show you afterwards, my resume basically says, like, skills, like... <laughs> like waking up yeah 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 <laughs> and then when you're at the interview process when you're supposed to say like i care too much or i can't put work down i'm just like may i get a day to work remotely like <laughs> <laughs> also like i don't have i feel like nowadays everyone is like well versed in photoshop or seo and I'm sure just those like, skills i mean even me as a designer honestly there are times where people are like uh proficient in photoshop illustrator and indesign i'm like well, I know two of those. Right. And it's like, I'm sure it would be fine. Right. But I'm almost like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not good enough for I this. felt that way. So she would ask questions about my skills during the interview, and I would just be like, I like penguins. The idea <laughs> of uh, updating my resume seems so crazy. And I know a lot of people do it all the time. I know. I don't want to do that. But every time I think about it, I'm like, oh, God, what did I, what did I even say? And my LinkedIn is like, I like kissing animals <laughs> like, for real because I also animal my, kissers. My last CEO. job, I got like bothered so much for free stuff and free tickets and everything that I like, 
I used my LinkedIn. Just I took down all my job oh, stuff oh, and oh, just oh. basically like because people were constantly hitting you up because they found out that you were hello, Miss Clevo. I would like to play the guitar. And like I don't know. I'm just oh. kind of like. Did you have strangers ever ask you for free shit? Oh, all the time. What? And like, they thought that would be okay. Yes. Why? Or like we're a rock band from Iowa. Can you suggest like not only can, where we can play in San Diego, but like can you map out a tour for us? Like I would get insane what? requests all the time. What's so wrong with my LinkedIn, people? I just made it to like. Dorito lover and like, <laughs> like like no one knows not even my friends now are like oh, we don't understand like what your job is or anything so I'll keep everyone posted just know that I'm really hoping for this job there would be some commuting oh you would be commuting to to LA yep oh boy oh you told everyone uh I would I would not only be commuting to LA I would be living in LA for uh two to three nights a week ugh which is my dream. I'm picturing like Mary Tyler Moore just like throwing my cap up and then landing on someone that's like yeah, injecting it, heroin into their yeah, arms. Yeah, I was just going to say. Like, I'm the modern day Meryl Tyler Moore. <laughs> Meryl Tyler Moore. <laughs> Where like, I think I'm going to make it. And like, boom, the train just comes and hits me. <laughs> You're not. This is LA. But that is my dream. And so basically I would God, either. And, and honestly, having spent the weekend up there that one day. Uh, for the BuzzFeed thing, <sighs> I I mean, Brittany and I just looked at each other like, we fucking hate L.A. It is just it. OK, listen, here's a good example. Mm-hmm. We're driving mm-hmm. and I put in the directions and for eight miles. OK, I had, we had to go eight miles. It was 35 minutes. Best 30 minutes of my life. 35. Oh, best 35 minutes of my life. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's awful. And everything in between is just strip malls and the same bi- bullshit over and over. It's like I, you see a hundred Jack of the Boxes or Carl mm. Juniors or or laundry or tattoo shops. And laundry. Stuff. See? It, it's like there are certain pockets of L.A. that right. have like very interesting stuff. But even in those, it's like it's just the same thing. It's not like you're going to uh, fucking Seattle and, and you're like right there by the water and it's got all this different stuff and it's I a real cool vibe. I would be in DTLA, LA, which stands for downtown. Everybody in LA has just got an attitude. They yep. all have attitudes. They're assholes. Yep. Well, they're not all assholes, but like we went to the Japanese village and walked around and uh, it was just like whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, I wish we had this Japanese village in San Diego, but we don't. And it, it isn't worth moving to LA just to have this. To have a couple great ramen spots. All I know is Mama's going to get her weave tightened and be walking around downtown. Yeah. I'm really interested to see that if you were to get this job, how the commute and your time frame would be. Like how you leaving on whatever day or whatever hour and how you're going to get to anything on time. I know. At all. My last and look job presentable because those are two things that you struggle with. It a is lot. Yeah, definitely for real. My last job, I had to commute uh, or I tried to commute at some point and I missed the train once because my leg fell asleep at the station. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> I was sitting there. So, so by the time I left my old job, I like had worked to, to that like Tuesday to Thursday. I had to work from like 11 to three. Like it was getting to be like retirement yeah, hours and yeah, everything was kind of yeah. sad. And uh I had to just catch the coaster, the train to go up to up north uh, at 11. And I couldn't even, it was like the coaster that left like 951 or whatever. And I was at the station and I had like been sitting like this, like how I'm sitting right now. And my leg fell asleep. And as the train was pulling away, I was hobbling saying, wait, wait, wait. And it just pulled away. So I had to tell my work, like, I can't come into work today (laughs) because it took me another like hour to get home and then an hour to. So wait, what do you mean? Why didn't you just get off on the next stop and then go back? What do you mean? That's how trains work. Get off in the because it the next one was like three p.m. Like I basically oh, I missed the one going to work. In, and, huge yeah. time in between. Right. 
So I basically oh. like, so those were the kind of days where I couldn't make it. Into That's work. what sucks about uh, public transportation in San Diego. That there's not one every like 15 Th- yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's like, right. oh, you missed that one? It'll be two hours for the next it one. It really like, was what? like, yeah, it was like the 9.50 one. Then the next choice was like 1.50. And at that time, I was only working till 3 p.m. So it's like, <laughs> I would take the coaster up, say hi, and then leave. <laughs> but so I'm a little bit worried about needing to be in Los Angeles at 9 a.m. sharp downtown yeah. dressed like a LA woman from San Diego. Yeah. What time would you have to leave to get there on time? Because the train t- takes like Eight, three hours. 8.01. No, no, no. no I'd have to it takes three hours to get up to L.A. Oh for, my on gosh. train. A, a car, it's two hours. And then I have to take a you're shower. Gonna start, you're going to start. You're going to start doing that car thing and then you're going to be sitting in traffic oh. and be like, where did my life go? Yep. I know where it went right here. You love traffic. I love LA. It's better than doing like, what am I going to do? Yoga down here? Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited to find out that uh, like to see the day. I'm really excited to see the day where you go. I don't like LA. Thanks to our sponsor, the Los Angeles Metrolink. <laughs> we leave at 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh my gosh, just picture me like Nine. at Union Station arriving each morning, like looking to the left, looking to the right, and then. And then <laughs> being mugged. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> As I look to the right, someone Maybe you should look behind. Maybe you should probably look behind. <laughs> oh, just man. think of like an excited me in downtown LA is like, is not a good thing. I, no. I agree with everyone. No. Yeah. no, I think they'll leave you alone because they'll be like, oh, she's one of us. She's, she's a crazy person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. Gotta get my fix. Well, thank you, Bo. I have to get ready to, for a flight, so we should leave. Literally, we should. Yeah, you have to. You have to leave for a flight right now. I have to get ready. And start Is it in twenty minutes? Everything. No, it's probably tonight. It's tonight. No, no, no. It's tomorrow morning. <laughs> you are <laughs> such a mess. <laughs> You're such a mess. I know. Well, are you taking a train? I'm, I'm taking Southwest Airlines. I'm a B. Oh, do you like Southwest? Yes. When I'm an A, but right now I'm a B. Yeah, you kind of been acting like a B lately. <laughs> uh, That's because I get some D. Do you talk to people on the plane? Oh yes. You do. Yes, oh, I like. I, hate I you. cry on the plane. Oh I, God. I am so emotional. You're flying alone. Yep. And you don't like flying, right? You hyperventilate um, and uh, bullshit like that. This last time, I think I think I've crossed the hump. I think now I'm a comfortable traveler. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited the to hear last, about The this. last like East Coast flight, I settled in nicely. I drank more water. I lessened my caffeine, and I found my anxiety level at like a two or three. I do not like takeoff. I hate, hate, hate taking off. Mm-hmm. But like once I'm at cruising altitude, then I break out my laptop, and I start showing people pictures of my dog. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I love my parents so much. I'm like, and then I start crying. I don't know what it is about be- the altitude that makes me like super you emotional. You really do cry a lot? Yeah. Really? When I'm, in, when I'm on – when I'm in the air – Probably every flight I've cried. That's for real. real. Uh, yeah, not being. Oh my god, I would hate to be sitting beside you. The last one for real. Someone sent me a picture of my dog tucked in, and I was like zooming in on him, and then like tearing up <laughs> and everything. And I also watch very inappropriate movies. Like I'll be watching Basic Instinct, and like we'll pause right on the part where she opens up. You're her watching legs like uh, amateur porn. <laughs> 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 and turning your laptop. <laughs> eh, right, right, and I think we mentioned this last time too, but I also was the person that I took Chinese food to go oh, and had a really right. bad that's cold. Right. Never mind. So I was Never surrounded mind. by like 17 Kleenexes. And Never mind. Kleenex. Uh, I had one flight when I was going to Fort Lauderdale when I was a younger person. I was going down and me and my friends sat next to this old dude. And he was just from the beginning a sexist, racist dickhead. And he was old. He was like 65, 70 years old probably, right? And he's like... Hi, th- I I can't remember exactly what he said, but I remember there was a uh, there was a black flight attendant, mm-hmm. right? And 
she he walked by and he goes, I can't believe they let them on the plane. And I was no. like, oh, my God. And, and it, I don't know why he's saying this to a stranger who, who thinks. This, right. Well, oh, and we know what you mean. <laughs> but then he starts telling stories and I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't I can't handle this guy at all. He's a fucking prick. Right. And then he starts talking about how he had a tumor assist on his lower back oh my god and then he got out of hand he goes i don't like sitting on planes for very long i had a cyst when i was a little bit younger it uh gosh the doctor gets in there and he uh he digs it open and cuts Ugh. it up he gets all this uh, pus comes out and then i was like there's hair and teeth growing no. in there and i was like i'm done and that was the only flight in my entire life that i've thrown up on you really threw straight up, up. <laughs> it was not i was not feeling good and then he starts talking and he starts going Pus, teeth, hair growing in a cyst, and I'm like, Bleh. oh my! See, I'd be looking at pictures it of his was, tumor crying. Being it like, was so gross. It was so gross the way he said it, and I was really like, dude, disgusting. I just, I need Colonel Sanders to get off this fucking flight. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about these. Uh, that honestly is what like the Colonel Sanders chicken, what KFC chicken is made of, is like <laughs> back cysts, and, like for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're at fried chicken again. Oh, it's and we circle. bring it back. Meryl, you're a mess. Eternally I love you. Eternally grateful. <laughs> Get out of here. Grit go go wherever you're going. San Fran. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, love you bye guys. All. Bye, bye, bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. One more thing, folks. It's the only way that you're going to get chicken that is finger-licking good.